Holy shit, for the first time in a while, the at-large bid crew is together. Yes, sir. It's nice. Sado. We haven't been together in like a month and a half. Reunited in feels. All right. All right. Well, Ryan just had to ruin the fun on that one. Thanks. Why would I do? Because <laughs> you're Ryan. That's what you do. Whatever, bro. Yeah. I didn't miss you. Whatever. I've seen you like 47 times between then. They don't know that. <laughs> in the words of Drake, they know. They know. They know. They know. <laughs> All right, so Tim Daniel, as always, with Taylor Bergfeld and Ryan Luster, my Carolina duo of co-hosts. Sir, the goats. So excited to have you guys back. We're we, happy to be here. We talk about a lot of a lot of fun stuff in this episode. We talk about Juwan Howard. We talk about Bronny James at EYBL. We get our EYBL correspondent here. <laughs> um, a month later. Yeah. <laughs> we talk about who all came back to school. And let me go through Andy Katz's top 36 and say what we think about it. And then you hear me talk about how I like John Rothstein, which hasn't <laughs> happened on a show before. <laughs> this is March. This is March. We sleep in May. But May ends tomorrow. Well, actually today when it goes up on the show, on the on the network. But regardless, hey guys, we have a really fun show. About 55 minutes where we talk about a bunch of stuff that we missed out on. I uh, hope you guys enjoy it. Share it. Review it. Tell all your friends. We really appreciate it. Five-star review. Five-star, baby. And uh, enjoy it. So, finally, after, like, what has it been? Like, a month and a half that the three of us have finally been together to do a show? Yeah, we're back. Yes, sir. We're back. It's like... Back and we're better. Everything that could have happened happened in that stretch. Yeah. Uh, last week we did get together, but then my computer went ape shit on us. Yeah, thanks a lot, Tim. Yeah. Yeah. Crashed. So, here, we're here. Um, it's all good, man. All right, so let's start with. Um, where do you guys want to start? You want to talk about Juwan Howard? You want to talk about RJ Hampton? Start off with Juwan. So, Juwan Howard is now the head coach at the University of Michigan. So, what's. So since we've been gone, John Beeline has left and gone to the Cavaliers. Yes. Yeah. Chase uh, that bag. <laughs> that's how long it's been since we've done the show. Jeez. <laughs> um, but Juwan Howard was announced last week, um, has his introductory presser today, and when his name is announced as the head coach of the University of Michigan, literally gets so emotional and overcome with emotion, he cries. Turns his back first. Yeah, man. Like Couldn't keep his composure. It was awesome. And his first line is, the last time I did a press conference in this room was 1994 and I declared for the draft, and now I'm back. We even said, I feel like I let this university down because I didn't deliver what I was said I was going I mean, back to. Back-to-back national championship games. I'd, I'd call that delivering, but yeah. his standards, yeah. that's even crazy. Like, yeah. So there's a lot of stuff going around on how this could go. Um, people seem to forget, like, it was like two months ago, Juwan Howard was a candidate for NBA jobs. Right, right. And now he's coaching at Michigan, which is probably better for him. For sure. Um. So I'm curious because I think we are seeing this. The trend is obviously coming around now. We're seeing guys go back. Obviously, Penny Hardaway is the case in point. Um, and Penny Hardaway had this amazing recruiting class, which <laughs> I know we're going to talk about. Um, there's a lot of people that expect that he could do that same thing. So my counter argument is not that I don't think Juwan Howard would be successful. Juwan Howard doesn't have an AAU team like the built up like where he has that pipeline. But he's got pretty good relationships. <laughs> he does have that, and. It's an established program. It's a very good program. They were just in a national title, yep. you know, two seasons ago. No, season ago, technically. Yeah. Um, 
you know, they've been consistently in the tournament. They've been a Big Ten powerhouse. And and some of that's on Beeline because his style and the players he gets and how he develops them is, um, I mean, that's definitely on him. Sure. But, I mean, like you said, it's still a well-known program that he's going to be able to get his style of basketball, which might be, like, relate more to the pros, which kids might look for, obviously. Whereas with Beeline, it's kind of hard because they know it was like you have to come in and play defense and learn, like, organized sets and stuff. So Yeah, and I love John Beeline. Right. I love him. Um, I actually, like, if you listen to the show throughout last season, Ryan would always laugh about it. There was, like, a, about two months there where I was kind of convinced Michigan could be the best team in the country. <laughs> yeah, I mean, they de- early on, they, I mean, they whooped Villanova, and then they demolished everybody, really. So. Yeah, they beat Carolina pretty bad. Yeah. Um, well, <laughs> didn't want to bring that one up. That hurt. <laughs> but, we, went, we went over that for a reason, Tim. <laughs> I know, guys. I know. Hey, you guys made the tournament, all right? Yes. You beat me. True. True. Yeah. Um, so... I'm excited to see what Howard does there. I think he has really a good possibility. Like you said, he's got the relationships. He's from Chicago. Right. So, like, Chicago is a big basketball uh, basketball talent pool. So, you know, he can go to schools like Simeon, where guys like Derek Rose are from, and Evan Turner's from, and he can get those guys. Um, you know, he's got relationships in South Beach. He can go right. get kids in Florida. You know, he can go get kids in D.C. from his time with the Bullets. He knows those neighborhoods. Like... He's got a uh, got a potential one two combo with Zaire Wade and Bronny James. Like, yeah, did you imagine if Bronny or LeBron sent Bronny to Michigan? Michigan. Uh, <laughs> He'd be disowned and it'd be kind Ohio of Ohio awesome. State band would be sick. Yeah, I I really want that to happen. Yeah, now. that'd be fun. Yeah. So overall, I'm pumped. I think they're going to struggle this year because they're losing their starting five from last year. Yep. You know, losing Brad Zikas, losing Charles Matthews, losing Jordan Poole. Um, it's obviously tough. Yep. And then they lost some recruits on Beeline. Went to Cleveland. There's they're still in it for Jalen Wilson, who was um, who's kind of one of the major recruits. He he was down to Carolina, um, Michigan, and Kansas, and then after the RJ Hampton things, which we'll get to, he um, him and RJ were really tight. They were going to be like a one-two combo, but it's either you know he goes to Juwan Howard and trusts in a coach that isn't developed, or he goes to Carolina and tries to fight for minutes there. So it's kind of depending on what he wants to do. So all right, so let's take the first at-large poll, at-large bid poll in a while. What team does Tim buy a hoodie for first next season, Michigan or North Carolina? Michigan. You'll get Michigan. <laughs> For nostalgia reasons. Right. My friends will all disown me. <laughs> well, well, yeah, the Notre Dame is... Yeah, yeah, but here's the thing. Like, I, like, I've I've always enjoyed Michigan basketball. <laughs> right. Um, I just, I like the way they play. I like the deal they win. They're competitive. Well, let's not forget you were a Hoosier fan, too, so... Yeah, for, like, two weeks. Yeah. yeah. The Butler game. Right, the Butler game. <laughs> yeah. That won me over. <laughs> but, like, I still think Michigan football is... An asshole. Yeah. And a disaster. And they never win anything like that matters. All right. Let's go into it. Let's go and declare it right now. Michigan is a basketball school now, guys. Ooh. Get used to it. Jump man. Oof. Yes. Your football team goes eight wins a year. This year, people were like, they should have been in the playoff, even though they got smoked by Ohio State and didn't beat Notre Dame. Um, you guys are donezo for unzo. Jim Harbaugh is not a good football coach Oof. anymore. All right. So. Tim Daniel, everybody. Get to the basketball arena. Watch a team that actually knows how to win and be competitive <laughs> play for a long period of time. That's never going to happen. At me. Oof. At me. Hot take. Yeah, I don't know, man. Like, I think uh, I did that radio spot yesterday in Raleigh. That was a good. That was a good promo you just cut right there. You're turning <laughs> heel. <laughs> um, and like they asked me about the Hornets, and I like shit on the Hornets. I was really kind of like hoping that that was going to be like my like I would check my Twitter and like, yeah. my mentions would just be like. Fuck you, Tim. Yeah. No. no. People still don't know who I am. Yeah. Damn. They'll know. They'll, They'll know, know soon. They know. They know. <laughs> they know. 
I'm a fun guy. <laughs> I like to play basketball. <laughs> I uh, don't even know where you're sitting right now. <laughs> <laughs> oh, oh, man. man. So, yes, the NBA Finals are going on while we are recording, but that's not the most important thing going on tonight. Uh, Taylor is currently watching the National Spelling Bee <laughs> on his phone while we record. Hmm. Yeah, Iridocyclitis. <laughs> <laughs> the best line in the world. <laughs> so, I will say this. Um, Drake made that comment about Toronto, that they're basically a college basketball team. <laughs> yeah. And I thought it was ridiculous at first. But the more I watch this crowd in Toronto just outside, like yep. it's kind of lit. It is, but like, what a bad analogy, curse. dude. Yeah, yeah, they're gonna get smoked. So like, <laughs> what a terrible analogy, though. Yeah, it's... I know. Um. Oh yeah. So I. It's been this long since we spoke. You went to EYBL. I Indy. did. I did. It was. A you great saw time. Bronny James. Bronny James and Monty Bates. Uh, Go at it. Yeah, it's all over the internet. It was a great game. Um, standing there, like the way they have the, the complex set up, it's like eight different courts and, um. They cleared the back area off for like the last thirty minutes, and then all of a sudden, like they opened the back doors, and you can see it. And like five or six, like guys were in black, like black shirt, like a security company. Basically, they all haul in, and then like I see Strive for Greatness team come in, and I see Bates Fundamentals, and then like ten minutes later, I look up and just LeBron James walking in. I mean, I, I gasped. I was like, "What the hell?" I was was like, he like the typical AAU dad? Uh, at first, no. He walked in, had his hat down, and then like his hood up, and they went all the way around and like the side of the court. Um, where they were farthest away from the fans. But then, yeah, during the game in the second half, once – because in the first half, Armani was cooking, blocking everything, dunking everything, and, like, he was getting pretty animate, which I would, too, if you're – For sure. Yeah, you're hyped to be this best player, and you're playing right in front of LeBron. Um, but, yeah, in the second half, when Bronny took over a little bit and they went on a run, he was kind of clapping. And, I mean, it was, you've seen all the posts and stuff. So, yeah. it was really good. And then I saw a lot of the um, top 2020 players, like Cade Cunningham, Greg Brown, uh, Zaire Williams, J- uh, Jalen Green, uh, Isaiah Todd, Scotty Barnes. Like it was really good. Um, is it, that Carvey play? Uh, he did not play this first game. He was just in a hoodie. He had, um, he was, I don't know, they said he was nursing or something. I forget what I asked, but um, he should be playing in Peach Jam, which they made. So cool. It was fun. Um, that was a kid I really wanted Xavier to get. Right. Yeah. Now it kind of seems like it's the further. The... Yeah, with the kids that they have that plan for next season, yeah. and like they're gonna be really deep next season. Yeah. It's going to be a lot. You don't have enough playing time to offer is. No, not at so. all. I mean, Deontay Miles is going to be probably the tallest kid on the team. He might play three minutes next year. Right. So. Yeah. Tells you something. He's. I mean, he's going to. Yeah, right. He's going to be a, definitely a work. So it's. I'm excited for him, though. Like, right. <clears throat> were you with me when I went and watched him play one time? No, mm-hmm. no, no. It was Donnie. No. Um, but man, like watching him block shots. Yeah, it took, yeah. I mean, he's aggressive at it. So, but no, the, I mean, it's every year at the UIBL, it never really disappoints. It was, um, it was really fun. A lot of like. Highly anticipated games. Went to, like there was one that went to overtime that was really fun to watch. Um, and then it's just I saw Bradley Beal. He was coaching his team. Um, watched a few of their targets. Did they, he like secretly have like a Lakers shirt on? <laughs> no, he's just out there rocking. He's small. Yeah, he like is. I, like looking at him, I was like, wow. Like he's some of these kids obviously are pretty built and big. It's just Bradley like, look kind of small compared to them, but obviously <laughs> he can shoot. So it's that's why he's in the league. So was he's, there any uh, was there any players that you like you got to watch out for? Uh, I mean. Kate Cunningham, he's a six-six point guard for the Texas Titans. They're like the best team in the UIBL. He, I mean, he bought out in Atlanta, bought out in Indy, and he's his. He's like rated number twelve right now, which, I mean, it's kind of hard to say. Look out for the number twelve player, but <laughs> I bet by the end of it, he's top five, yeah. if not maybe the top player. He and then there's had some, some um, good things to say about Roy, didn't right? He? Oh yeah. Um, and then Patrick Baldwin's the number one sophomore right now. He's class twenty twenty one. He had like thirty four the game I watched. So it's kind of crazy. I mean, they just it just shows how good they are because even the players that aren't well known, they're still. 
I mean, getting buckets with whatever. Uh, they lowered the shot clock to 24, and there were a lot of oh, games in the hundreds. Yeah, a lot of games in the hundreds. So it was just up and down, up and down. Watch Jamal Mashburn, um, Sun play. He's sitting in the crowd. Nobody recognized him other than like a few people, but <laughs> so it was cool. So I know everyone wants to talk about Bronny Jr., so let's yep. kind of talk a little bit about it. Is he even Bronny Jr. anymore? Is he just Bronny now? Probably saw, Bronny James. Yeah. I saw he's on Instagram now. He's already got over him like two. Yeah, million his Instagram followers. crashed um, the day it opened. <clears throat> Draymond Green's talking shit to him already. It's kind of dope. <laughs> Draymond. Draymond's like, I'm coming for your fucking neck this summer to a 14 year old kid on the internet. <laughs> like, dude, he's ruthless. I love he it. He is. Um, so obviously it's hard to kind of judge a kid's game at 14 years old. But what was it? What stood out to you? Like, I mean, he's he's big for like going to be athletic. a freshman, right? He's getting up in the layup line. Like, he's still not like Dior Johnson. He plays up. He played down in the fifteen. Um, so people don't know. Like, Bronny plays for the fourteen U is called the Blue Chips. And yeah, it's most of the same kids. Dude, they have a sponsorship now with Flight Club. Right, of course. Right. Yeah. And then the fifteen U is Strive for Greatness. Um, so at the EYBL, they have a Saturday. Saturday morning they do or Friday night they do a pool play game. Saturday morning is another pool play game, and then Saturday afternoon, Saturday night, and then Sunday afternoon are the, the tournament style. So every week they have a tournament, whereas the EYBL is like a yeah like an ongoing thing. Um, you want to so the road trip to Peach Jam sometime? That'd be sick because that's when the games are the I do the best. Yeah. Um, and Bronny they play a lot of games Saturday Sunday, but yeah, he's they have players that are a little bit more athletic than he is, and you know he's not ranked number one in his class. He's I think he's like 13 20, to 15. Yeah, right, yeah in that like yeah. in that range. Um, Which I remember because LeBron posted, he's like, we'll see what happens in four right. years. And, I mean, dude, he's going to Sierra Canyon. Yeah. they. Whew. He can shoot. He's very good. He's, he plays like his dad. And I know that like it's crazy, right. but like he, he brings really the ball does. up and like he, you know, he's pretty dominant with it. Like he does he look great looks, even if they don't go through. Um, he's set his teammates up and. He has a crazy mature game for a 14-year-old. Right, yeah, like, you expect him to yeah. be, like, 60. I, I think, and you know, the funny one is, everybody, there's people who hate LeBron, people who love LeBron. I think Bronny's just universally loved. Now, like, is. when he gets older, when he goes to school, he's going to be hated. And, like, I mean, I'll like him. If he goes to Duke, no, but I'll like him in the pros. But yeah. but there's still that thing that by the time he's a senior in high school is when one and done supposed to be gone. Right. Um, he, right, it's crazy. He, he's awesome. I really like enjoy watching him. I feel bad for Bryce. Is that the or whatever? Yeah, yeah but Bryce can shoot. He yeah. can shoot, but yeah, he's small compared to Bronny. Like, yeah, he he just, one hasn't grown, one has. Like, and it's yeah. Like, so. LeBron said Bryce is the best shooter in the family. Yeah, I heard that. It's crazy. So it's it's cool though, man. It's yeah. neat because like I've always said, I didn't know what it would be like at the end of LeBron James, just because you know our adulthood. He's just I mean, been, yeah. This is our Michael Jordan. This is our like, right. This is our generation's yeah. like guy. And now it's like it's gonna be crazy, like not the uh, crazy no. in twenty years. Be like when it's LeBron versus this next person, and you know, we'll be the crazy old man who don't think that the young. Back guy, in my day, we right. had LeBron James <laughs> running up and down the court, blocking right. shots. And like, there's that, no fundamentals on the game and, you anymore. Know, our kids or whatever, like younger people, will say like, "No, it's this guy's way better." So it'd be funny to like compare that. So, so, so like we mentioned a little bit earlier, uh, Sierra Canyon, yeah, high school, which is becoming like a, a pipeline for. Becca, uh, Marvin Bagley's little brother is about to commit. He's like down to like Arizona State. He he's staying out west, either UCLA, USC, or Arizona State. So last year they had Kenny Martin Jr. and Scottie Pippen Jr. Who and Cassius Stanley. And Cassius Stanley. Yep. Cassius Stanley's going to Memphis. Duke. Duke. Boogie was going to Boogie. Yeah, yeah. I got him mixed up. Right. Yeah. Same guy. And then Brotherhood. Pippen and Martin are both going to <laughs> Vanderbilt. Yep. With Stackhouse. Yep. So now we get we get Miami Heat two, the junior version. Yeah. 
dude, if they have a moment where like they're just blowing a team out, yeah, they better recreate the iconic like. There's already a picture edited of it. Yeah. I'm sure. Oh, That's yeah. sick. But Zaire really impressed me. I kind of went. I went into the EYBL. I forgot to even mention. I saw him play. Um, I went to the EYBL. Kind of not saying he's overrated, but I wasn't seeing the hype that you know that he was getting. Sure. Um, and where he. <laughs> He's impressive. He was crafty with the ball. He, I mean, he got in the lane. He can shoot. Um, he's definitely it's gonna be different than Dwayne. Like he wants to be his own player, own person, like own trail. He wants to go down. But which I dig that. Right. He. I was kind of after I left. I was like, you know what? Maybe I should run that one back. And like, so there's that like his offer list isn't great right now, but it's getting better. Which a year a year in California right, definitely helped. Right. Out. I mean, junior year is your biggest year, so not a lot of people have a lot of offers or sophomore year. So yeah. Um, did you see that thing? Like, there's that meme that was going around where, like, apparently LeBron James Jr. said he doesn't want to wear 23. He's like, because I want to, he's like, yeah, it, I don't want people to think my dad when they see me. And, like, they did the thing, like, introducing LeBron James Jr. And, like, man, that's crazy. Whose kid is that? Yeah, that's the funniest <laughs> thing ever. LeBron, I want my son to have his own way. <laughs> Who the hell is this guy? <laughs> yeah. The shop when he talked about how you regretted naming him after him. Yeah, I mean, that's. That's cool. Yeah. Respect it. It's so weird to think about that he was. But 19. Jeff, look at Marcus and Jeffrey Jordan. They're fine. Yeah. That one's involved in sneakers. I forget what the other one was doing at the time, but like they, they turned out all right. Yeah. And why is this freezing? Oh my God. Live look. Bad radio. We are watching the NBA Finals. There we go. All <laughs> right. Danny Green. So I was thinking about this today too. Over a minute. In this finals, besides Steph, who was the best college basketball player? Like. Clay's in there. Clay was pretty good at Washington State, but he wasn't what he is now by any means. Like KD count because I think that's easy. That's fair too. But like other than KD, I was thinking guys like like how good OG Ananobi was in college, and he's in this finals. Let's see. Uh... Pascal Siakam. I mean, Kyle Kyle Lowry was good at Villanova, Shut but he up. wasn't awesome. Fred. Yeah. Fred yeah. Like. Draymond was good. Draymond was good. He was fat. <laughs> Lost to Carolina. Yeah. Do you remember when Draymond was, like, trying to play football at Michigan State, too? He played the spring game. Yeah. <laughs> he took a hit, and he was yeah. like, nope. I'm out. I'm good. I'm straight. I'm good. Man, they have Eagle Dollar taking the ball off the court. <sighs> Iggy was good in college. Iggy was good in college. Yeah. <laughs> See, this kind of goes to the point, which this will lead us to RJ Hampton. Um, I still think this is the best way to develop talent. For sure. Is college basketball. And I know, like... I know, but here's the thing. I know people are going to be like, Luka Doncic. For every Luka Doncic, which Luke is awesome. I'm not right. saying that by any means, but like, we do have... Do you think Zion needed to play... If Zion would have gone to Europe and played, do you think he would have been worse? I'm talking about generational players. I agree with... That's like the exception to the rule. That's like... Right, okay, Anthony Davis. Okay, that's fair. You know what I mean? I'm saying? Like, people like Carlin... I mean, Towns, I think, developed better at Kentucky, but like, I... I don't know. I get in an argument all the time. Like Anthony Davis could have gone to Townsend University, okay, to Townsend, and been a one, been a number one overall pick. To your point, would Markel Fultz been the number one pick if he played in Germany? No, right. But the college, the college, maybe maybe show that the competition isn't the greatest. Should like would Markel Fultz like uh, problems like his bad habits get exposed in Germany with the professional league? Maybe, or, like, yeah, potentially. I agree. It's, it's a fun conversation to have. Like it's just. But, like, for me, I mean, they have the best facilities. Andrew Wiggins, was he really, the number, like, by far the, the best player? In that draft? I think Embiid was better. Oh, yeah, that was that same draft. Yeah. In college, I think Embiid, I, mean, you all, I also get why they didn't take Embiid, because he couldn't stay healthy. And yeah. And that turned out to be fine. 
The one that always drives me nuts about the Cavs drafts is obviously, it's not just that they took Anthony Bennett, it's that they took Anthony Bennett and Victor Oladipo was number two. <laughs> like, Bennett, and, Bennett was an Danny. animal. Yeah, he was. But like, Oladipo, Oladipo made people care about Indiana basketball. Yeah. Like, that, that right there is like, that guy should be drafted. Does Danny Green still have the record for most threes in the finals game? I think so. I, I think Steph broke it. Uh, boo. I mean, if anyone was going to break it. Right. <laughs> <laughs> Two of them are playing on the same team tonight. <laughs> right. And one's out hurt. Yeah. Um, so let's talk about, real quick, RJ Hampton um, was one of the top, was he fifth in the country? Fifth or sixth, right. Yep. Yeah. He reclassified. So, so RJ Hampton reclassifies, and we go into Tuesday morning thinking he is for sure more than likely going to Kansas. Yep. Yep. Um, he goes on... <laughs> He goes on the jump, not the jump. Get he goes, up. The goes on get up, and literally, they're like they're like making it seem like it's like, all right, have you thought about this? It's the whole like they did the decision basically for him, and Jalen Rose literally does the drum roll, and then he goes, "I'm gonna go to New Zealand." You can just see everyone like like what? All right, cool man. <laughs> so I know there's a lot of opinions about this Weakers. right now. Um, here's the thing, man. I'm never going to fault a kid for not wanting to play college ball and kind of feed into the system by any means because we know it's a terrible industry, um, even though it's a fun game. And I, I, I can't, like, I always laugh at how many people tell me they watch college basketball now because of that large bid. Mm. It makes me feel good. Yeah. yeah. Um, but yeah, I don't, I don't blame a kid for wanting to go make some money for a year. And, right. You know, like, I, I, I'm glad he did it that way instead of the Darius Baisley way where Darius was like, I'm just going to take a year off and work on my game. Yeah. Like forever, like I know it worked for Mitch Robinson. Right, Mitch Robinson was great. It was really good this year. Yeah, um, but really, man, it doesn't work a lot. So like, I, I'm cool with that fact. But like, to the point we were kind of talking about earlier. Okay, so how many guys have done this? We've been like, eh. Granted, you know they're not RJ Hampton. Yeah, you know, like Terrence Ferguson was a huge recruit. Yep. in high school. Um, decommitted from Arizona when the first uh, FBI started, stuff started coming out, and then it, uh, yeah. And now she's going to play overseas. Emmanuel Moutier. Yep, same thing. Was like, yeah. It was a meal. <laughs> God, it was, yeah. That was nuts. And then, you know, Brandon Jennings is obviously the one a lot of people remember. Who was it? Jeremy Tyler? Didn't he do it too? Yeah. Didn't work? No. <laughs> but here's the thing, compared to all those guys, is RJ Hampton's really good at basketball. Yeah. Like, super good. Um... I think he's going to go over there, and I think he's going to play well. Yeah, I think we'll get drafted top ten, which is what what, what happened at. Uh... Yeah, because that draft next year, you probably think like off the top of your head, top prospects are not no particular Cole Wiseman and Anthony Edwards. Uh, yeah. Um, probably. I'd say RJ. Like, I mean, yeah, RJ, Tyrese Maxey. Yeah. Um, Khalil Whitney. Khalil Whitney. Yeah, there's a lot. Yeah, I mean, it's a it's a. Nico uh, Isaiah, yeah, Isaiah Washington, Josh Green. It's a good draft next year. Yeah. Compared to this year, where it's pretty rough. Yeah, yeah. Um, so like one, two, three. Yeah, yeah. I'd say Kobe White. Say top ten. There'll be a few, but get that. I think this year's second round is actually oh. pretty good. Yeah, we talked about that. It's it's there's some hidden gems there that were really good in college. Oh, Kawhi. Guys hmm. like Dylan Windler from Belmont, yep. things like that. But yeah, so my point, more or less, I just want to make was like I think it's great that he's gonna go get some money, get a studio, deal, bring it to the states. Right. I don't think it's really going to affect his draft stock as long as he stays healthy. I don't like how it came out. He knew thirty days. Yeah, <laughs> I didn't like that. That uh, and man, then we find out to the lead guys teams from, on. Like, eh, come we, on. Yeah, what did he do? He took three visits. Yeah, 
<laughs> hey, he's trying to get that money back, man. Right. You know? Yeah. Shout out to him giving it's it back a to the man. <laughs> yeah. He's like, is Arizona open for yeah. a scholarship? <laughs> bags. Where are they? Bags, bags, bags. <laughs> Couldn't go to Memphis, so yeah, theirs is all gone. <laughs> so. They're out of bags. Yeah. They, they just lost a bag. Um, yeah. Ray John Tucker staying in the draft. That kid, he played the system. He announced he was a uh, grad transfer. Got Carolina all over him, Memphis, Auburn, all of them all over him, and then he commits to Memphis. And then his tweet when he commits, draft first, then Memphis. That's what he said. <laughs> okay, fair, fair enough. <laughs> and his goals. So, all right. So I want to go through this real quick. Get your guys' thoughts on it. Uh, we're getting to that point now. So all the, we're now at the point where everyone's coming back from the draft. Uh, what we've been really waiting for, and there's some shocks in there, and there's also some like you really should have done this sooner. We knew. Um, Peyton Pritchard, obviously, going back to Oregon was no shock. I was like, yeah, you should be. But Blackshear going back to Virginia Tech was a big surprise. Yep. Mm-hmm. Um, Quentin Grimes announcing he's going back to Kansas and then leaving Kansas. Yeah, I'm and out. transferring. Yeah. So that's interesting. I'm curious to see what, how that plays out. Yeah. Um, I'm shocked Iggy stayed in the draft. For Zekas. Yeah. Yeah. There's uh, a lot of VJ King. I think he just wanted to get out of Louisville. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, I mean. He'll be a great G League player. Let's just make sure we do this now. Let's get this out of the way since we're going to be doing draft prep for the drafts in three weeks. Um, VJ King and Lewis King are not the same people. <laughs> VJ's from Louisville. Lewis is from Oregon. Or- Luke May will not get drafted. Luke Sorry. Luke will not get drafted. <laughs> yeah. yeah. Duh. <laughs> he'll, he'll be pretty good in, like, Spain. Yeah. 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 He's going to be a Calton or something. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, Justin Dolman's made a name for himself in Spain. Like, yeah. Justin Dolman was like... He's 6'11". He can shoot. <laughs> Luke I believe in Luke. Yeah, I believe in a thing called Luke. You think he'll be like playing in like some really good leagues? I hope so. Like men's leagues. He's got. <laughs> <laughs> He's got. I mean, that family's full of athletes. Yeah, I know. his dad played quarterback at Carolina. His oldest brother, or Luke's the oldest, you know, star at Carolina. His brother is a stud pitcher for Florida. They won the College World Series. Um, and then his youngest brother is like a five-star. Quarterback or quarterback in the class of 2021 20, 2022, and he got offers from like Ohio State, Auburn, yeah. North Carolina. Like, uh, like, all right, shout out to him. So, yeah, popular family. So, the first year of this new draft rule, I don't really think made a significant difference, honestly. No, I mean, it's good that these kids do have this chance to kind of go and see what happens. That's what I like most. <laughs> I about think it. that I'm nervous because I really want these kids to go to college because, like. How many Darius Miles, Sebastian Telfers are we going to have? Like these oh, kids dude, that yeah. over yeah. time, and not to bash on overtime, but over time, these hype these players up and hype them up and hype them up. We can then, bash on overtime. It's and, fine. And then they get drafted. <laughs> I bash on Barstool. Like, I know you like Right. Barstool, no, but, but like it, overtime's like, this is my guy. Like Jelly Fam, Isaiah Washington, best like transfer out there. He's committed to Iona for a reason. <laughs> right. He couldn't play at Minnesota. Like, I'm not. <laughs> like, but if you watch their videos, you think he's the greatest player in New York. And it's like, all right. Uh, Did Javon Quinterly announce where he's going yet? He's probably going to Alabama. Yeah, once Tevin, once Tevin Mack. Is that uh, tweet out? Yep. Wow. Beetle and J- or JQ, whatever. They're going to be pretty good. SEC's going to be fun next year. Yeah. Georgia, Kentucky, Florida's going to be good. I'm calling my shot. Anthony Edwards, something happens where they're not having a good year. About Quince. halfway through. Ben the, Simmons it. Yeah, halfway through the uh, SEC, right, beginning of the season, he will fake an injury. You know, might maybe get hurt and then call it quits. Yep, he's that's that's my victim or my prediction for. What month does he quit going to class? 
He's he's gonna go August. <laughs> <September>. Is <laughs> he ever going? Yeah. Yeah, that's like. And then I can hear, oh, Carolina doesn't yeah. have it. <laughs> I hear him People already. People forget it's the whole school, not just the basketball program. <laughs> <Right. laughs> so, and that's honestly the what saved Carolina. Yeah. It was a university sanction, not an NCAA issue. Brilliant. So here's the thing that annoys me. Louisville, Louisville uh, agrees <laughs> agrees to the FBI investigation, cooperates, strips the title. Carolina says, ah, show us what you got. <laughs> now, we went through five or six years of terrible recruiting because every bad, every school bad-mouthed us, which, okay. Yep. Still won a title. Yep. Still got it hanging, bitches. And then they've got a sick recruiting class now. Yep. I'm so pumped. Yeah, same. Oh, I do want to touch on this real quick, talking about, uh, part my take, Mick Cronin. That was awesome. Oh, my God. So... The fact, like, when he was like, I just don't, he's like, the one thing I do is, like, I don't have to go back to that school. Yeah. And then, like, Xavier just ran with it. Yeah. <laughs> and, like, and then, like, the best was J.P. McKeer's tweet. Yeah. I was a victim. <laughs> so, backstory is, if anyone, I'm sure everyone remembers, uh, two years ago, McCronin's last time playing at Cintas Center at Xavier was a cross-town shootout. And after the game, J.P. McKeer was celebrating with his teammates after they won. And Mick Cronin thought he was talking shit to him. He might have been. He's shaping Probably, Akira. Right. And he goes up to him and he's like, do you want a piece of me, motherfucker? Saying this to a college kid when he's like 47 years old. <laughs> I kind of like it though. He's intense. I do. Like, I, like I, I do. Just... And then goes into Oppressor where my good friend Shannon Russell asks him to comment on it. And he says, no, I'm not going to talk about it. Not here. No. That kind of stuff wouldn't happen in Cincinnati. He wouldn't play for me. Oops. Right. And then <laughs> J.P. Makira responds with this amazing video about his success story of surviving McCronin's bullying <laughs> and becoming an NBA plas- basketball player and helping his team become a one seed. like Against all odds. Against all odds. I know a lot of people have different opinions of J.P. Truthfully, one of my favorite Xavier players ever just because he had the attitude. Um, Swagger. Yeah. And he's kind of the reason I watch the Hornets now. Yeah. So, that's <laughs> about it. Over Kemba. Yeah, Kemba and, Kemba and J.P. McGeary, man. <laughs> Which, Kemba won't be there next year. No. All right, so Andy Katz today, gentlemen, released his top 36 power rankings for the year. So, I'm going to read these in intervals of 10. Get your guys' thoughts on it. All right, so here is his top 10 for next year. Michigan State, in order. Agreed. Kentucky. One. Yeah, Michigan State 1, Kentucky 2, Duke 3, Memphis 4. Um, Texas Tech 5, Virginia 6, Seton Hall 7. Miles Powell's back. Okay. Who else? Miles Powell. <laughs> Kansas 8. We know that's going to go. North <clears throat> Carolina 9, Louisville 10. Wow. I would probably... I think Seton Hall's going to be good. Don't get me wrong. But, like, the best team in the Big East next year? Mm-mm. No way. Mm-mm. Um, I think I would put North Carolina and Louisville up there. I don't know if it's a top 10 team. Yeah, they are. They're going to be really good. Did that Cole, come out today? Yes. Cole Swider, uh, Brian Antone, uh, Jonathan Robinson Earl. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, and what's the, uh, Cole Gillespie? Connor? What's his name? The point guard. Connor Gillespie. Connor Gillespie. Yeah. I thought it was Cole. I was like, whoops. So here's what he said about Carolina, since I know you guys want to know. The Tar Heels landed Cole Anthony, arguably one of the most impactful incoming freshmen. Leaky Black could be ready for a breakthrough. Yep. Getting more reps for Garrison Brooks, Sterling Manley, and Brandon Robinson means UNC will be a team to watch much more in the ACC. Pay attention once this team starts to mesh. I do. Th- I think that's true. I think they're going to lose a couple non-conference games because it's a lot of score. I mean, you lost four of your starting five. Yeah. 
Like they play Michigan State, don't they? Uh, not I don't think so. Or they play in the um, what do you mean? Like in the Big Ten ACC? Yeah, is that the? Haven't been announced yet. Oh, okay. But, um, but they play UCLA, which you know it's not the hardest challenge, but they think they play Gonzaga. There's gonna be games because like Christian Keelings, Justin Pierce, Cole Anthony, Armando Baycott. Anthony Harris. I thought a lot of people, plus Brandon Robinson, Leaky, Garrison, you got to mend all these people together. Now, that's what the summer's for in the early games, but... Yeah. Like everything, Roy will play a deep bench in November, and fans will lose their mind because we lose a game that we shouldn't, like the Texas game this year. And then come March... Be rolling. Let, people who said Kobe White shouldn't start because he turned the ball over. Thank you. He played his way <laughs> to the number seven pick. Like, yeah. I hope so. Right. True. All right. So then the next 10, we've got... At 11, we've got Maryland... Anthony Cowan Jr. is pretty damn good. Right. Yeah, I'm excited about that. Florida. I love that. I love Florida next year. They got uh, Andrew Nimhart back, Trey Mann, Scotty Barnes, or not Scotty Barnes, Scotty Lewis, and then they're probably going to get carried back this year. You didn't even mention Keontae Johnson. True. Mike White. <laughs> Clay just threw one down. <laughs> Sorry. He traveled so, before. Oh, yeah. So, Florida. Gonzaga at 13. Whatever. Yeah. Villanova. <laughs> Xavier. There you Eight. go. Purdue, Baylor, Ohio State. I do like Ohio State next year. Yeah. Utah State, Georgetown. I love Georgetown next year. I love Georgetown. James Akinjo and Mac McClung are going to be so fun. Did you just give McClung props, bro? Wow. I love McClung. Yeah. Like, like, Whoa. I didn't at first. No, not at all. But like, play, play the clips. Yeah. <laughs> Roll the clip. <laughs> but after I saw him play, I was I was That's, in. Like yeah. after I went like because he didn't play at at Cintas. Um, but I watched him play against Xavier at D.C. You can blame overtime for the Mac McClung hype. I mean, yes. he was obnoxiously covered. He was. What I was, like, kind of annoyed by was, like, people talked about him all the time just because of overtime. But, like, James Akinjo was better. Right. James Akinjo was really good. Um, what that was it? The, the other tall white kid that played on McClung's team in high school. Yeah, he was, <laughs> he was nastier than him. Yeah. And then, so, 21, Illinois. I like Underwood. I hope he – Auburn, Marquette. Jared Harper staying in the draft was a big what? Yeah, like, he's gonna. Be, he might be. He might be the last pick. Really? Yeah. Washington, Arizona. That's his top twenty-five. Washington is gonna be way better than whatever the hell he has on that. I cannot see. He has Marquez at twenty-three. So no Joey and Sam Hauser. Marcus Howard, I know, can like drop, you know, fifty-five a night. But I don't like their team. Yeah. Like. I don't know how I feel about that. That whole <laughs> list there. So I'm not trying to look at like Marquette next year without the Hauser brothers. Yeah, they're gonna need Sakara Neem to be like really good, and he, I think he's gonna improve. But I mean, that, that's that's a big task. Arizona, I, I know they have talent and they're gonna be good, but I worry about just like the cloud over the head. Oh yeah, if that'll if that'll play into things, it's gonna be a distraction the whole season. Right, like just like it was this year. Yeah. I mean, they were pretty talented this year. Mm-hmm. And, you know, we nothing. saw it happen. Yeah, <laughs> nothing. So we're in a world now. One Shining Pod made this point, but it, it was so funny to me. So Tim Miles got fired this offseason, right? <laughs> I'm going to go home, have a beer, and hang out with my wife. <laughs> Do you guys need a shot of me driving away? That's <laughs> <laughs> like, the best. Poor Tim Miles. He's just got over it. <laughs> but then Sean Miller and Will Wade have jobs still. <laughs> yeah, it's nutty. Wait, what? Yeah. It's nutty. Yeah. It's it's the beautiful world. And then we got VCU, Colorado, uh, Wisconsin, Houston, 
Providence, Davidson, Tennessee, St. Mary's, Penn State, NC State, Creighton. That was his power 36. Yuck. The la- this last 15 schools you need. I mean, those are rough. Yeah, like, if NC State didn't have... like Here's the thing about NC State. I know you guys hate them. I get it. I have no issues with that. But, like, what if Markel Johnson struggles for three games in a row? They're yeah. done. Right. They're finished. Lost Jalen Lincoln. Back-to-back years, they haven't had a top 100 recruit. They lost Sasha Kalayan Jones is here. Wyatt Walker. They lost a bunch of people um, due to either leaving the program or, like, transferring out or whatever. They... Yeah, you're right. I mean, they're deep, deep shit, basically. So, yeah, hate to see it. And then Creighton, like Martin Cramples didn't go back. No. So, like, I will say Creighton has a guard I really like named Tyshawn Alexander. He's really, really good. Um, but I mean, the Big East is going to be so good next year. The ACC is going to be so good next year. SEC. SEC is going to be Big good. Big Ten. I think Ohio State will probably. Michigan State and Ohio State will probably, like, yeah. kick ass again. Right. I don't know about Purdue. I know that people still kind of are high on them because they're they really Wisconsin lost. will be good. Wisconsin will be good. Um, it's about it, really. Yeah. Pac-12, whatever. Pac-10, whatever they want to call it. Pac-12. I was cracking up when I was looking at um, I was looking at Memphis. And, like, obviously the recruiting class is, a, is great. And, like, all the things they're doing. And I was like, who had the second recruiting class the American? I think it was Tulane. <laughs> no, it was Tulsa. Yeah. It was Tulsa. Shut out, baby. <laughs> yeah. They're probably just like, for real? Yeah. For real, Penny? Because they got Josh Early. Josh Early was going to go to Northern Kentucky. Mm. And then when John left, um, he decided to go to Tulsa. Is Memphis going to win every single game by like 60 in conference? in conference? Yes. Yeah. Because Dan Hurley still has not gotten his guys to Connecticut yet. Yeah. Um, they got a couple good recruits, but... yeah. Like, I I think Memphis is – I don't think Memphis is going to win it. No. But I think that they're going to be pretty damn good. Um, they're going to definitely be the highlight reel every night. For on, sure. On, like, college basketball. Like, college basketball today and stuff, shows like that. I think they'll struggle against a veteran team for sure, but – What is John Rothstein's Penny Hardaway tweet next year? <laughs> I don't know. He'll probably do something. Penny will tweet back at him, so. Yeah. Yeah, because <laughs> what is – like, last year was the SEC championship – he tweeted, like, Jared Harper, like, a solid guarantee. He was, like, one of ten in the SEC championship. <laughs> Respect it. He, expect to com- he committed to the take. Yes. Rossing put his out. It's his, uh, what, top ten, didn't he? Did he? I think Nick so. Carolina was in it, yeah. Well, I think he had. I think he's the one who had Louisville at two. Yeah, he did. Two? He did. Yeah. He did. Uh, Michigan State, Louisville. Yeah. Uh, you see Matt Jones. Matt Jones, I hate him. Great uh, troll job. He's like, I love watching Louisville fans get it unexpected, uh, Reality, unexpected expectations every year. That's a great ha- hobby of mine. It's like, bro, you hype UK up every year. I was just say, as if that's he, how he, they hold their hat on. Right, he year. names the entire team. I like my team. I like my team. Shut up. Shut up, Matt Jones. You're trying to run for governor. Loser. <laughs> oh, man. Okay, I want to talk about this real quick, too, for a minute. So, non-conference schedules are starting to come out. You, you know where I'm going. I was going to say, no, here we go. <laughs> a la Heath Ledger the Dark Knight <laughs> circa 2008. Circa 2008. Uh, what a tweet, dude. That was... <laughs> and here we go. God, when Mark Titus used to retweet that, I mean, it's just the funniest thing in the world. Sorry. So, we saw this last year because a lot of teams that were on the bubble got in were, like, there's a lot of college coaches. I remember Brian Snow talking about it extensively where a lot of college coaches told him, like, if XYZ gets in, my non-conference schedule is going to be a cakewalk next year. Yeah, and you're really starting to see like right. They don't. Here's Arizona's non-conference next year. You guys ready for this? 
Chicago State. It's an exhibition. Northern Arizona, Illinois, San Jose State, New Mexico State, South Dakota State, Long Beach State, Baylor, Nebraska, Omaha, Gonzaga, and St. John's. Wow. That's their non-conference. Gonzaga and Illinois are the only two teams that are... Yeah. So they can lose those two and probably you know, still right. make the tournament. Um, Xavier's is kind of the same. Yeah. So apparently LSU and USC are going to play uh, at the Stable Center right before Christmas. Hmm. Interesting. It's like Battle of the Bags. Yeah, right. <laughs> <laughs> uh, but I'm trying to find... Let me find Xavier. Oh, yeah, he did. John Rothstein's preseason top 25. Michigan State, Louisville, Duke, Kentucky, Kansas, Maryland, Carolina, Virginia, Nova, Gonzaga, Texas Tech. Um, who the fuck is SHU? Am I like, having a blank right now? Seton Hall. Yeah, Seton Hall. Sam Houston State. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Baylor, LSU, Memphis, Florida State, Arizona, Florida, Washington, Purdue, VCU, Georgetown, Harvard, Mississippi State, Utah State. Okay. All right, Rothstein. Yeah. Maybe you need to sleep in May. <laughs> Dude, I'm just happy. Like, I was, I was talking about this. Like, I hate that I'm getting to the point where, like, Rothstein's growing on me. Yeah, I love him. Because when he was on One Shining Pod, those two episodes, like, he was very likable. Yeah. But, like, when I wake up, when I get to work, like, I take the bus to work every morning. Yeah. And I check my phone. I Every morning at, like, 7 o'clock, I would see the PSA about the draft. And I'm like, dude, I get it. This is your shtick. Yeah. I guarantee, I don't know if anyone's asking this or not yet, but I'm more than sure that, like, he has them saved in his notes on his phone. Just copies and pastes. Yeah, right. Like, There's no way he it. types it. Yeah. Yeah. That's hilarious. <laughs> Man, I'm a... Also, some of this, like... Every day is a gift. Never wrestle with pigs. You both get dirty and pigs like it. What the <laughs> fuck is that? <laughs> like... I'm inspired. <laughs> <laughs> Damn. Oh, dude, we didn't even talk about... Virginia's getting uh, Mama Diakite back. Yeah. Um, they're not getting Kyle Guy. Not getting Ty Jerome or, uh, uh, obviously, DeAndre Hunter back either. But crazy, 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 crazy. Yeah. I am, like, at the point. They'll man. be competitive. They always are. Their brand of basketball translates. So. Yeah. Uh, let's do some quick draft talk before we get out of here and get done. Um, so we're looking kind of now. I want to talk about a little bit about where we think some of these guys with their slot, if that's a good fit or not. Um, obviously, we know one and two is going to be Zion and John Moran. I think b- both teams have basically guaranteed it. The Knicks and R.J. Barrett, that's a tough situation if they don't get another guy because he being the guy in New York, where he w- like that's that's tough for a yeah. young kid. That's a Lonzo Ball in L.A. situation. Yeah. TNL. I don't think the Knicks keep it. I don't either. I think Which, they trade it for later down in the draft and draw that with the free agencies. Yeah. And then four being the Lakers. I know you're unhappy Lakers about this. Lakers four, really? Yeah. God, I guess I, I thought there were six. For a reason. lot of people are leaning towards them taking oh, Darius Garland. Oh, Darius Garland signing with, uh, what's the agency, Clutch? Yeah. Yeah. D- told me everything I need to know. <laughs> that p- that piece on Rob Polinka. Oh, my God. There's no help. <laughs> 9,000 no words. <laughs> no helping that princess. Didn't you interview the guy that wrote that, Harrison Vagan? Did he not write that, or he? He cut... didn't write it. Okay, but the, sorry. Like, Harrison okay. is a, like when we do our off-season team previews. Harrison right, and I, I remember I saw his interaction with Ben being like, "If you if the organization wants me to stop writing dumb shit about them, stop doing dumb shit about them." I'm like, <laughs> yeah. preach! It's like, such a train wreck. I, I mean that as a Lakers fan, I've been my entire life. I'm, I feel like I'm back on like the Kendall Marshall 
Robert Sacre eight years. Like, we suck. We stink. Ronnie Turioff. Yeah. God, we were terrible. Uh, I, I will say this. I love Kendall Marshall. I don't know why I bashed him, but my guy. Because he's like, NBA garbage. player. He was garbage in the NBA. That's like, Ryan. <laughs> that hurt. That really just hurt. That's like, I love Jerry and Grant. I yeah. thought Jerry and Grant would be good in the NBA. Really Kendall Marshall was a koozie. Listen. He couldn't score. If he could score, he would have been just fine. Yeah. QZ award winner. He could set up everybody. He averaged like 12 assists that one year. So, I will say this. I don't hate Garland as much as you do. It's tough to trust a guard with an ACL injury. I get Listen, that. Listen. And injury, whatever the hell it is. Right. Here's my thing. Last year going into the year, Darius Garland, uh, Darius Garland, Ashton Higgins, Emmanuel Quickly, Trey Jones, Devin Dotson, Kobe White. Not in that order. All those guys that named before Kobe were ranked way above him. Kobe White is better than all of them. All I agree. Of them. I agree for sure, but I think a lot of people really like Garland's scoring ability. I Yeah, he is. I mean, he's a five-star. He's very good. He can score. It's just a year of not playing. A year of not playing basketball, and you want to throw him right to the most right, watched like, team in the this league. This isn't a Kyrie Irving situation where you're like, no, that guy doesn't have to play college. No, if the Lakers are the Lakers even going to keep it? Like, can they? I doubt it. Right. I so doubt then, it. does it? Yeah, but it's either. I, mean, I don't want Kobe to go to the Lakers. I'm very happy he's going if, wherever he goes. But yeah, well, because right. I know like the talk right now for the Lakers, not to get into the NBA side of things. Is, if they take Jared Culver, I actually like that pick. Oh damn, dude, he's a two way player. They have no two way players. None. LeBron, Kuzma. Kuzma's not a two-way player. Okay, he can develop. <laughs> <laughs> I, I just don't like Culver's scoring ability in the NBA. I agree. And that national title game was rough. Yeah, I agree. Which, Culver, a lot of people have going to Cleveland. At, at what? At five. Sure. Um, I guess it's not that big. Here's where I know the Bulls are going to get fucked. Every year, you know this. I talk yeah. to you every year during the draft. The guy I really want the Bulls to get gets picked the, the pick before them. So who's six? <laughs> Phoenix. Phoenix needs a point guard. If Garland's off the board, yeah. Kobe's gone. Kobe's yeah. going to Phoenix. Hey, love that. Eek. I'd buy a jersey. I told myself I'm going to buy the, the Kobe jersey and the Cam Johnson. I'd punch you in the mouth if you not, to my house. Not, not a little. Bulls jersey. Yeah. <laughs> I'm sorry. Because, you know, the Bulls lined up with Cam Reddish yeah. at that point. Yeah. Can we talk about this real quick? Can we talk about Cam Reddish? Yes. Yeah. I don't get it. Like, why are people, like, just tearing him apart like I, why I think, is it not possible people don't think he was just in a bad fit at duke well i think the biggest thing is he just wasn't happy there yeah, yeah and tell. he didn't give a fuck so i've been watching some of his workouts and we were kind of talking about it. like i think that he has one of the highest ceilings in this draft as Agreed. far as like his ability because he can score what is he six eight you know like yeah. i mean there's not gonna be a lot of guys and i know his length plays a part in it there's not going to be a lot of guys that can like just like get a handle on the ball on the defensive side like he can. Like, yeah, he's really good at forcing turnovers. Well, he shoot too. Yeah, I mean he extends the court a lot. Plus, you know, like he's 19. Yeah. By the time the dra- like he's drafted, he'll still be 19. Well, people are probably licking their chops right now. Like, man, I, you know, I keep sure. But like, if I'm him, I'm playing the kind of the same way he is because nobody's paying attention to him. You know, obviously everybody's on RJ and Zion. He shoots a little reckless at times. So he I'm does. I'm not going to deny that. Hey, <laughs> shoot your shot, baby. Yeah. Shoot or shoot. But, like, in the game, it kind of goes to, like, it makes me think of that episode of Fresh Prince and Will and Carlton are, like, <laughs> battling over the ball at the end of the game. Yeah. And Carlton just shucks it up because he's like, I finally got my shot! Right. So that's, that's, that was Cam Reddish on the Duke team. 100%. So, if we have any listeners that are listening to this pod when it goes up, if you could please get me the Photoshop of 
Cam Reddish <laughs> taking the ball from Zion on Carlton's body and Will Smith's body. <laughs> I greatly appreciate it. Yeah, be highly appreciated. <laughs> um, but no, I'm real high on him. I think he might be, even though I was real high on Ja all, the whole time, and obviously they're Carolina guys and whatever, RJ bad. But I think I think I'm most excited about Cam just because he's been kind of slept on. Yeah, shit on and all that. Am I nuts? I trust you with this answer more than I trust anybody. Am I nuts for thinking there's a possibility Bull Bull could end up being like the third best player in this draft? No. Not yet. I I didn't see enough of him at Oregon. The games I did see he was very impressive. And I don't know if that would have gotten better or stayed the same. It's just I he's intriguing. I don't know who he compared. I think more Capella, but he can, he's it's a whole different it's a whole different game than Capella, but he like he reminds me of Porzingis in the sense right. of like height and shooting threes. Can he defend himself? Right. <laughs> Porzingis isn't a very good defender. Either. Right. Yeah. So like. What I'm saying, like, can he? So Tankathon, when they do their like stat strengths and stat weaknesses, um, they actually gave his defensive rating a plus. Okay. Um, this was Bull Bulls per 36 minutes last year. Whoa, Boogie playing the finals. He has a 52% three point shooter per 36 minutes. Okay. Um, average 25 wow, a game. Wow, I'd take that in a minute. Like, yeah. Average 25 and 11. Yeah. Um, like, if Bull Bull drops to the Miami Heat, that's a steal for the Heat. Yes. Like, that is a, you know, and like that's where a lot of people really kind of have him projected. They think at the NBA level with the, like, the advanced stats, he could probably shoot about 37% from three. Even so, I'm taking that in a young kid. I agree. Yeah, like, not every young kid's going to come in. Like, Steph Curry didn't shoot, like, the lights out until... Like, midway his first year was when it was like, oh, this kid is special. And then this year, Landry Shamet was actually, like, a phenomenal shooter. He went one pick after the Lakers took Mo, Mo Wagner. Yep. Fun fact. Mm-hmm. Yep. It's... Ooh, let me get your opinion on this. Here we go. This is for both of you. Cam Johnson. Utah Jazz. Philadelphia 76ers. I love it. Yeah. He's gonna be. He's God, gonna be a- that'd be sick. <laughs> Simmons feeding him. Oh, just, he's the best shooter in the class. Yeah, I was just about to say he started to get that. My mark on it. Do you want any team to take Kevin Porter Jr.? No. I don't see any team that he makes them better. I read Miami, right? That's where I was reading a lot of people. Miami, saying. Boston, Detroit's kind of like that circle. That'd be area. a Boston pick. Yeah, that would be a Celtics pick. Yeah, or Bull Bull. I can see the Celtics taking Bull. That'd be wow. The Celtics him have Hor- like him and Horford would be a. I kind of like that. It's, you can learn from it. Yeah. Bit. I mean, Horford's going to be an, like, Horford's probably going to opt out. Do you think Bo Bo can stay healthy? I think if, I mean, it's hard to trust a big man with a foot injury. Right. Um, But I'm going to give him a chance to see so. Oh, yeah, yeah. Because I think it, it may very well could have just been a freak accident in college basketball. Where do they have Tyler Hero and Kelton Johnson going? Tyler Hero, they have at the 18th pick to the Pacers. That just seems so Pacers. That's their yeah. uh, Steve Alford pick. Yes. Revenge from Reggie Miller. <laughs> <laughs> and then Keldon Johnson at 26, the Cavs. 26? Oh, shit. Oh. Latest mock draft on Tankathon actually has Cam Johnson going to the Warriors. Oh, damn. So you two are going to be a team in our mock draft. Yes. Yep. Um, I obviously, you know, unfortunately... I had to make it 2-2-2, two, two, and two. it's going to be Sean and I. Mm. Um, so, I am nervous about the fact if you guys get the number one pick and you take Kobe White to get to New Orleans. Are we? <laughs> no, we'll, I mean, I'll pick the We have players. to go off, yeah. We, right. So, here's are how. We, are we, like, drawing out of a hat? Like, I'm gonna do you like, have this team, you have this team. So, not, like, one, two, three. It's, like. 
So what? How it'll go will probably like so. It'll be real, like every three picks. Okay. So say like you guys pull number one, you guys will be New Orleans. You'll be the Lakers at four. You'll be the Bulls at seven. You'll okay. be the Hawks at ten. We had to, I mean, obviously I would take if I and if we take Zion at one, you can't take Zion at two. Correct. Right? Got it. Yeah. So it's basically gonna be like a, draft. a fantasy draft. Right. Okay. Yeah. Um. And so I know Kyle like has gone nuts with it. <laughs> like he's making a big board. Okay. Like I was like, you know, that's our job. Yeah. <laughs> but like, I appreciate it. Yeah. Um, and then I know we take Nas a little bit to the Pistons. (laughs) (laughs) He like really wants him to get Kelton Johnson. Oh boy. Uh. Yeah. He really likes Kelton Johnson actually. Look at Serge Ibaka get up. Is he cooking penises again? (laughs) Kawhi. (laughs) The best was still DeRozan when DeRozan like literally like ran out of the kitchen. Did you see Kyle Lowry's? Yeah. (laughs) All right, Jets. So, I know we tweeted it out today, uh, and I know it's finals time. We're still waiting for college basketball to get here. I took the Warriors in five with Curry as the MVP. Taylor, you took the Warriors in five. Ryan, you took the Warriors in seven. Just All of us had the same MVP. Yeah. I only did seven because I didn't want to be. Like everyone else? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Stephen Curry, MVP. Yes. Steve. <laughs> so let's go ahead and wrap this up. Yeah, um, man. We're working on something really cool for next week. Well, two weeks but probably record next week yeah um a college basketball great we can say great yes harlem globetrotter yes that's the only other hint we're going to give you yeah for a closeout shop uh but gentlemen it was great to have you back yeah man this was good i've missed recording with you guys Mm -hmm. um we talked about a lot of things that we really missed out in the time we were gone yeah uh we're working on getting a lot of cool guest interviews for this offseason for you guys so we have something going but um I'm thinking probably after the draft, we'll probably start doing our greatest games. Cool. Um, I want to start with Michigan-North Carolina. I think it's fitting, especially now that Jawan Howard's back at school. Yep. Um, so. Who's calling timeout? Right. <laughs> so Rob Palenka told him. <laughs> <laughs> that right there should have been the reason the Lakers didn't give him the job. Yep. 100%. All right, guys. Appreciate everything. Have a good night. Yep. Yeah.